first thing you guys should know is that I'm actually really smart. Like, I skipped two grades of math. My favorite food is actually rice. Um, that sounds a little boring, but I actually really, really like rice. Like, I'm not kidding. But I'm really good at martial arts. I've been doing jujitsu, judo, um, and, and yeah, and kung fu since I was four. Like, and if I was a boy, I would have went to the um, to the Shaolin monk temple and trained. But I'm not a boy, so I wasn't allowed there. Yeah. But the, I w actually went there once, and the master said that I was really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jasmine, I'm not kidding. Anyways, also, another thing you guys should know is that um, I'm really bad at driving. Okay, guys, so how long did that take you to realize that I was just kidding? That everything I said was fake? Yeah, how Probably long? a really long time because... You know, you guys probably believed me all the way up to the part where I said I was bad at driving. <laughs> yeah. she's not old enough. Yeah. And also, it's because there's there's so many Asian stereotypes, and everyone genuinely believes that they're true. In today's segment of Teenage Perspective, we are going to be going over Asian stereotypes and customs. So stay tuned. The first kind of stereotype we're going to go over is she's inside the house. And if you guys are Asian, or if you know someone who's Asian, and you've been to their house, it is a complete no. Like, you cannot wear shoes inside the house. Yeah, if you wear your shoes you, inside okay. the house. If you wear your shoes <laughs> oh in the... Oh, honey. Like, honey. It honey. ain't gonna be looking good for you, no, okay? I mean, people might not call you out there, but they're gonna look at you like... A complete weirdo. Yeah, and, you're, and they probably just think that's really, really cringy, like... Don't don't wear shoes inside of the house, guys. And also, you have to wear slippers because people think that your feet are dirty. Yeah, you have to wear slippers. And don't say like, oh no, it's okay. Like I I don't need them. Like you need to wear slippers, even if you have socks on. And if they offer you slippers, wear the slippers. Yeah, wear, wear the, the slippers. slippers. It's not an offer. It's a demand. Okay. No, yeah, they think that your feet are dirty. So another. So moving on to the next part, we're gonna talk about as I said before and in our uh, little intro part, that uh, about grades, math. I hate math, guys. I literally, oh, math yeah. is my worst, well, besides French, French is my worst subject. My second <laughs> worst subject is math. I'm yeah. actually really bad at math. Um, <laughs> I'm not in pre-calc. Okay, let uh, me tell you guys. <laughs> it's an Asian stereotype that you're supposed to be good at math. And, you know, that's just not true. And not every Asian goes into STEM, because here we are again, disproving. Well, no, we are breaking down barriers, Sophia. <laughs> No, that's what the poor girls tested. That was so loud. It's like, oh my god. It's okay. It's okay. I have mad editing skills. Keep this in. Jasmine, you better not freaking edit. No, no, you can just bleep it out, okay? Just bleep it out. Oh, bleep it out. Put a bleep in it. bleep it out. I'm sorry, guys. I have this really bad habit of saying her last name. No, I thought it was because it was so loud. Because you just like boomed words. Across the room. I know it was like a public service no, announcement. Yeah. <laughs> we we turned down her mics a lot because we always get really hyper when we're filming in the same room. So if you notice that our solo episodes were normally really were a little like more, dull. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not that dull. Only Jasmine is. Yeah, I'm a little dull. Like Sophie's a little bit more like rough around the edges, so you get a little <laughs> more spice. But anyway, if you guys... Know, I, like, I bring out the spice in Jasmine. Yeah. I'm like... That's why, like, we're, like, total opposites, you know? But anyway, that's why our episodes are so interesting. <laughs> I mean, you might not think that, but at least we do, and that's what really oh, matters. Oh, guys, send us a DM. We want to hear from oh, yeah, you guys. Oh, yeah, send us a DM. Nobody's okay. DMing us. It's so sad. DM us it's anything. It's only you and your sister. Back on track, guys. I'm the one putting you guys back on track. That's a rare occasion. Yeah, that's a rare occasion. You heard it here first. Jasmine, we're gonna talk about well once again we said we're not all good at math and like I said in our um second episode guys check out our second episode it's about college admissions for Asian people yes go listen to that affirmative one. action yeah basically. affirmative action and um I said that there I explained how um Asians aren't actually better at math it's just because our language like Chinese Japanese Korean like we don't um use like certain numbers like there's there's no 11 in chinese there's no 20 in chinese you literally for 11 you just say one uh 10 one right and then so think of it like this if you asked some five-year-old to do 15 plus 27 
like they wouldn't know what to do. But in China um, or in Chinese, they say ten five and two seven. Basically, you get it, right? It's a lot easier if you say ten, um, ten five plus twenty seven, uh, twenty plus seven, right? Then you can just add the ten and the twenty together, which is thirty, and then five and then seven together, which is twelve. And yeah. that's just it's because our language. There's a language difference, guys. It's not because Asians are actually good at math, and because of this, um, Asians、But、are actually put in a higher lane because we can do、yeah. math faster. But we learn like math faster, at least simple.、Um, well, like, also just because if, if you actually go to China, the math curriculum there is like hella accelerated compared to the stuff that you see in the U.S. and It's also because in the U.S. we have like the quote-unquote "no man left behind" elementary school curriculum system. That's why, like, a lot of the times, kids it's hard for them to keep up because in elementary school they want to keep everyone on the same level, and then in middle school it just accelerates so fast. Yeah, and then they separate people into different lanes. Yeah, exactly. That's why you have to separate people because not everyone's no, on the same no, trajectory. No, no, China they don't separate people, but what they do is that they just so in U.S. The way that they teach school just kind of allows、um, people to kind of do what they want. Like it's more about yourself. If you choose to work really hard, then you could become really good. But in China, it's like they kind of restrict you and they kind of force you to learn what they want you to learn. Yeah. And in America, there's it, there's that's why there's more creative people and more creative jobs here in the U.S. And it's because our curriculum, you either fall really really behind. Or you're like really really good. It's like it depends all on you. But in China, everyone so it's more strict, and so there's not as much freedom in like choosing what you want to learn in China. Like yeah, um, everyone there's not as much create creative people, and that's also another stereotype, and that also comes from China. Also, the other thing I want to talk about is like SATs. You know, every Asian thinks that you have to get like a fifteen hundred or above in the SAT, and that's because um. Normally in Asia, you have one test that determines、yeah. what you get, like your what so college you get into. So basically, high school seniors they take something called the Gaokao, which is like in direct translation, it's like high test, and basically it determines pretty much your future. Like you, if you don't do well on your test, like your life is pretty much like over. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's really hard to、um, get back if you fail this one. Yeah, basically, like you spend your entire high school career studying. Not for just that high test. school, like your entire yeah, your entire school, school life. Yeah, entire school life studying for this one test, and that's why Asians are so big on like getting really good school、uh, scores on these standardized、yeah. tests because they think that it's like super important. It, yeah, because SAT is like the closest thing we have to go call. The next thing, okay, we're gonna talk about is. Let's do extracurriculars. Oh, let's do extracurriculars. Okay, Jasmine. So basically, if you're an Asian girl, you have to do like ballet. Oh no, art. 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 You piano. Do, piano. You have to do. Okay, so you have to do an art class. You have to do、um, an Asian-approved sport, and you have to do a、um, musical instrument. So usually it's piano, but. You could pick flute or violin, violin. <laughs> and I, it, it、no. sounds like I'm giving y'all options, but those are the three options. No,、kids. mainly okay. That's only because you live in the U.S. But if you go, if you live in China or Japan or Taiwan or wherever, it's always piano. Like, bro, everyone in Asia knows how to play the piano, and like that's it.、Mm-hmm. Like they like trombone, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what clarinet? Who? Like, also, totally people, can, can we talk about how much of a bop our intro music is? Yeah!、Okay. Oh my God! Literally, all I've been doing be is like jamming to our、yeah. intro music. Like your intro is so good. Oh yeah. Okay. So extracurriculars. Oh, not just ballet. That's for girls. So ballet is really popular in Asia. Another thing that's popular is swimming. Every、oh, single Asian、yeah. boy swims. Go listen. Shout out to our first episode, the flying fish episode. Yeah. So if you're a boy, you do like kung fu, karate, taekwondo. You know, fun fact. I actually did.、Um, I actually did taekwondo. Yeah, no, I did taekwondo once too,、yeah. but、um, I, I am not. I don't know any、Hashtag、judo. I don't know.、Belt. Yeah, I don't know any judo. I don't know any kung fu. I don't know any aikido. <laughs> I was just making all that up, guys. In case you truly thought that I was being real. Yeah.、Um, I also don't eat rice. My family doesn't actually eat rice. Jasmine's family eats. Some we rice. eat rice. Our family. I mean, we eat noodles. Ha <laughs> ha.、Yeah, I eat all. Like carbs. <laughs> no, we、uh, for us we will eat noodles, but we almost never eat rice. Like that's something not a lot of people know about. Really? Yeah. So everything I said in the intro was kind of just straight BS. I'm also really freaking um good driver. If enough, I'm gonna be a driver because okay. So I'm from Taiwan, and in Taiwan, uh, 
the size of Taiwan is like very very small. It's maybe the same size about Maryland. And Maryland is a pretty small state, but there's 23 million people inside Taiwan. I, yeah. She, you know what she's saying, saying is, is Taiwan is very, very small. Dense. Yeah, and it's very dense. So if you know the parking lots there, they're so small. The roads are like tiny. It's like everyone lives in like um, very high uh, apartment buildings. And so if you go to McDonald's, like, you can't actually open the door because the parking lot is like this. The parking spots are so small. So you actually have to climb out the back of your trunk. Like, no, I'm not kidding. Every time you go to McDonald's, um, well, nobody really goes to McDonald's there. There's no McDonald's parking lot like you know of it today. It's like in a long street of like different shops. Like, yeah. oh, also another thing in Asia is why Asian people are, they generally think Asians are skinnier. It's because we don't really drive places. Like everybody yeah, walks a lot of everywhere pe- Everyone like bikes and walks. Like that's, that's why you have like the, that's why you have the bad driver stereotype because no one actually really drives. Like even in China, nobody really knows yeah. how to drive. Like taxi's really normal. And also like there is no suburbia. Like yeah. it's just like apartment buildings. Well, no, and... I think in China there's a lot of rural areas. Yeah, there's rural areas, but they're not like suburban houses like it's you just pretty much live in an apartment and or a townhouse or something like that and you'll just never have like your own parking lot and place to put your car so that's why yeah well in taiwan it's a little different because so you always parallel park like you there's no like um and you always either back in or you parallel park you don't like head in park yeah and also another thing about um you don't like if you go on the escalator in asia you never stand in the middle of the escalator yeah exactly you, you, if you do that like someone will literally like people sh- think you're like disgraceful <laughs> yeah. basically yeah like, shame to you like you have to stand on the like one side you have to stand to the side on an escalator so other people can like walk up and i see a lot of people in u.s that just like stand in the middle like Bruh, and you have to say, like, excuse me. And there's, like, the culture in Asia is very strict. Like, if you are, like, even if you dye your hair or something, people yeah. kind of think, oh, oh like... Oh, my God. Mm. I have a, a story. So, I was in oh, yeah. um, Gansu, which is, like, this, like, really small... Um, it's I think it's the poorest, um, uh, what do you call it, province in China. Yeah, it's super so, small. It's super small, but we were there because we wanted to see Buddhist temples. <laughs> Yeah, lol. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I was there with all of my um, uh, family members, so they were all like 60 years old and they wanted to uh, learn about culture and art and all this stuff. So when we went there, um, I don't remember where, but we were in this train station. Uh, yeah, it's like a bus station. So there's also a lot of public transport, like we said before. And so there that you have to get like, it's kind of like an airport almost, and they'll like scan you and stuff, and you have to like walk through all these like metal detectors. And this story about your cousin? Yeah, and my cousin, she had, um, she dyed her hair like blonde. And so when she was walking through, these ladies, they were so aggressive to her. And they just kept yelling at her, and they were like telling, like, they told her to like, turn around! and okay well obviously it doesn't sound as aggressive now because i'm saying it in english but if you you get yelled at at a chinese lady bro it's like really you're done for yeah you're done much. for because we were um so we were in the business class or first class part of the train so we had like the bigger seats okay this is not actually about this this is just about the um train ride we had and this is another thing about china it's like they don't really have like strict like laws per se they're more like social codes yeah there's so much more like social norms that keep people in check yeah and even like if you go to china the rates of like stuff like suicide or depression is so much lower than in the u.s just because there's such tight social norms yeah that there's so many like things that you have to follow just yeah we were in like the first class section of the train so we had like these like bigger seats that could move around and stuff and so the, these two guys, they looked like they were from the streets, okay? And they just, like, got onto the bus, and they were smoking. So you're not allowed to smoke, because this was, like, in a more, um, like, fancy... Classy. Yeah, it was a more fancy part of the train. But, like, the people that check your bus ticket, oh, they're just, like... Oh, they they, they literally, um, instead of, like... In U.S., normally, they just, like, throw you off the bus. Mm-hmm. But this lady, she just went up to him, and she was just, like... Why are you smoking? <laughs> he just kept yelling at him. And he was like, what, smoke? No smoke. And he literally was holding, like, a cigarette. And he just, like, put it in his pocket. And he was like, I'm not smoking. What smoke? What are you talking about? And he's like, like, and then this lady was like, where is all the smoke coming from? Why are you smoking? Why are you smoking? Um, and then he was like, oh, I'm not smoking. He's like, can I see your plane? Uh, can I see your train ticket? And she, like, was, like, super, like, aggressive. Like, that normally doesn't happen here. But this woman, she, like, kept yelling at the, that dude. He's like, 
oh, where's your train ticket? Show me your train ticket. And that dude's like, oh, train ticket? Uh, oh, um, I'm sure I have it. Like, I, it's in, like, um, one of my friends has it. He's in the other place. And obviously, this dude did <laughs> not have a train here? ticket. And this, and this woman, she, like, yelled at him for, like, 10 minutes, and then she just let him go. Like, that's how it works in China. Like, you don't really have, like, real laws that you have to follow, but it's more like people have their own code. Like, they can just yell at you whenever. Like, Asian yeah. moms, they have, like, a free pass. You yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're very terrorizing. Like, people are actually scared. And also, another thing is, like, people in Asia are much more aware of your appearance. Like, they'll be more oh, judgy yeah. of how you look if you dye your hair or if you have, like, even super oh, tattoos. heavy tattoos, tattoos or, like, God. really heavy makeup or something <laughs> that's just a little bit abnormal from, like, well, what old people, no. like, the older people think. Heavy makeup is okay as long as it's not Western makeup. Yeah, it can't be, like, the Western, like, crazy, you know, makeup. Like, you can't have super long eyelashes and you can't yeah. have, um like green eyeliner for say or that, like that would kim like, kardashian yeah. but you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah you have to have you have to be like that's another thing like skinny like the asian beauty standards are very different from here like they actually they think that pale people are like really pretty they really don't like people who are yeah. tan like you have to you just have to look put together like yeah. even like your hair should be in like a ponytail like every time i go visit yeah. my grandparents they're always like yeah. why is your hair out like but you know everyone in america their hair is like nobody cares no one cares also the pale beauty standards like you have to be pale it comes from having pale skin in asia is kind of equivalent to being like healthy and you know wealthy Mm -hmm. like if you're if you have tan skin it normally means that you work in like different field yeah you work in the field you're like a farmer lower class but if you um if you're pale that normally means that you have stay like out yeah, of the sun. you stay out of the sun you don't have to work you know yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do any manual labor but in the US it's the opposite way like if you're poor that means you like if you're pale that means you like stay inside all the time but if you're tanned it's like oh look i just went to like the caribbean or yeah like you look healthy like you're you can afford to go to like hawaii yeah you can go to like hawaii or mexico or wherever and then you like get this like tan cuz you went to some tropical island yeah exactly right but in the in China, it's like it's not like, or not just China. In all most Asian countries, or East Asian countries at least, that's what I'm saying. And also another thing that's an Asian tradition is like caring for your elders. Yeah. You know, like um, and you care like you have a very strong sense of family in Asia. So like we said in our second video, check it out, guys. Save money for your next generation. That's where stinginess comes from. Like, we're not cheap. It's because we, we don't buy, like, expensive... Like, obviously, you... If you're, like, white and you don't understand this because all the Asians you see are, like, straight height beasts, that's, like, not the real accurate representation of Asians. Those are just, like, the 1% of Asians that manage to come over to America, you know? Yeah. They're, like... So that's why they're, like... There's some crazy rich people, but they're, the wealth gap in Asia is extreme. Like, it's so extreme. Like, there's, like, Jack Ma, who's literally worth, like, $40 billion <laughs> with his, um like, Alibaba company that owns yeah. all these, like, Taobao and stuff like that. Like, obviously, there's really rich people like that who are obviously, like, straight-height beasts. Well, honestly, we were going back to the topic of how in Asia, what's heavily emphasized is cherish the youth, oh, respect yeah. the... Um, your elders. elders if you want if you like are not respectful if you're disrespectful to an elder especially if it's like an elder relative you will literally get whipped i mean not yeah. that well, dramatic, yeah, they'll probably like but like you will be done for yeah you will be strictly disciplined and another thing is like i said this is what i i um forgot to say but it's like to um tuition like you don't get you don't take loans out if you're chinese like your parents like Instead of buying, like, a big house and, like, taking out, like, half a million dollars worth of, like, loans and mortgages and all this stuff to buy some big mansion, people will actually buy, like, some... They'll just live in some really small, crappy apartment, and they'll save up their money to pay for their kids' education. Like, your parents will pay for your kids' education, and this is because when your parents get older, you are supposed to take care of them. Like, you know, you give back to your elders because they yeah. all, they, your elders, they sacrifice yeah. a lot for you. Like what a lot of people, so that's why you see in Asian households, you have, and this also happens in some other cultures, you have three generations living in one house. 
So you will have the kids, the parents, and then their parents. So you, some, a lot of Asian kids, they're raised by their grandparents. Their parents are working. And because their parents are working to save up money. Yeah. And so in American families, that pretty much never happens. Like your grandparents are always like in some retirement house or something. <laughs> yeah. But Asians, like they value their parents so much. No. Asians, they like take out like so much student loan. It's like all the old people in U.S., they all have student, loan, e- student loans, even though they're like 70 years old. They still haven't paid back their debt. Yeah. You know, this varies from individual to individual, but in China, there's so much culture of like frugality and you have to save. And in America, like stinginess is seen as like really bad. Yeah. So the culture, it's like oh, yeah, embedded Yeah, it's flashy here. culture, you yeah. know? You have this concept of like increasing your household wealth in general. So if you have extra money, you save it and you give it to your next generation and to spend. And if they still have extra money, they save it and then they build like a family empire almost, you know? In Asia, it's like, okay, you got to start a family. You know, that's like the most important thing. Education is really important, but that is only because it's a prerequisite to family. <laughs> yeah, like, prerequisite. You need to have education before you can start a family so you can make money. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so another, no- I know another thing is that, so there's one time, and there was this, like, white person there. Uh, okay, so I don't know their race, so I'm just calling them white. So this, like, European, some dude that looks like he's from European descent was there. And I was, uh, I think I was buying something, and they handed me the bag, so I, like, kind of bent over to get the bag, and then this person, they, like, bowed. (laughs) That's another stereotype. Oh, yeah. And then then this guy realized that I was not actually bowing, that I was just, like, getting my stuff in, like, super embarrassed. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but you don't actually, like, full-on bow to an Asian. That, that, if you do that it'll probably be, like, kind of weird. In Asia, also, the terms that you use to address someone is very respectful. Like, for you, say, example, you always say auntie. You never say their, like, name. Yeah. Also, like, if, even if it's, like, someone who's working at a restaurant or something and she's a girl, you always say menu, which means beauty. Yeah, And it sounds kind of, yeah, like, it sounds kind of weird. Or, like, shaigua, which means, um, like, like, handsome, handsome boy. boy. Like, that's how you address people. And in America... It's never like that. Yeah, because that would be seen as, like, catcalling, yeah. you know? But in Asia, it's actually, like, if you're really Very pretty, normal. they'll, like, call you um, these things. Or yeah. if you see an older person, you always call... If you see, like, a really old person, you always call them, like, grandma, like, nai Yeah. It's just, like, everyone's kind of like a family, but here you just, like, Everyone's, like, very intimate. Miss, sir? Sir? Yeah, Sorry, sir. Yeah, sir. That's unacceptable, sir. Or, like, you they address you by your name. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, I'm, ex- excuse me, you have to go to the back of the line, and like, ma'am. Another thing is, like, <laughs> in, um, in Asia, you never say, like, let's say, I'm sure most of you guys have siblings, like, you always say your sibling's name, right? But in Asia, it's always, like, jie jie ge ge and you would literally call them sister or brother. Like, you would never say their name. Yeah, and also... Oh, you also know you can't, like, wear scandalous clothes. Yeah. You have to dress very, like, modestly. Yeah, you have to be, like, appropriate. You If you wear booty shorts or if you show cleavage, that's, like... Yeah, oh my that's God. a big no-no. That's, like, a big... People no. will judge no, you so hard. If you so wear hard. just, like, a tank top and you're a girl, well, obviously, like... If you're a dude, like, they... Literally, dudes don't even care what they wear, but, like... <laughs> if you're, like, a girl and you wear tank tops outside in, like, a relatively formal setting... Bad. Yeah, it's like going to church in a bikini. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't do it's that. so bad. <laughs> in America, no one will blink twice, but it's, like, in Asia, it's, like... There's gonna oh, be a lot yeah. of, like, people coming after yeah, you. Yeah, and you... Like, you don't really have, like... Uh, yeah, I feel I like know. in America it's like kind of normal to have a friend who's different gender. Like, yeah, but in China it's really not. Like, if you're friends with someone who's a different gender, people will either think you guys are dating or or they think you're flirting or they think you're flirting at least. Yeah, if you're a girl and you have like a ton of guy friends, that means that you're like flirty and you're like kind of like a, a player yeah player it's not it's not like a good thing to be seen like yeah um, also like in china you literally aren't allowed to date anyone in middle school or high school like so basically yeah i don't, don't know like if i should say this but and stuff you like don't hold yeah, hands and you don't the kiss principal will literally like come after you because you're supposed to like focus on your studies and stuff and like make the school proud also another thing we didn't mention was because asians are low-key kind of sexist like there's a lot of norms surrounding being a girl like like you can't drink cold stuff 
I don't know. This one's kind of weird, but if you're a girl, they won't let you drink anything cold because they think you, like, won't be fertile or whatever. <laughs> and you have to, like, really cover up, like, especially your knees. You can't, like, be cold. That's why they drink, like, a bunch of hot tea. Oh, also another, like, really fun thing about China is that they don't really have, like, a drinking age limit. Yeah. You'll never see anything like prom or drinking is prohibited in college. Like, they actually regulate it. And they don't even have to regulate it. People just won't really yeah. do it. And then there's no, like, prom or dance. Oh, there's no regulation of drinking. Like, people yeah, there's drink no regulation. All, like, all the time. Yeah, people will do it. But, like, it's very rare. Like, there's no, like, college frats or anything yeah. like that. Like, it's a very civilized, especially if you're in higher education. Yeah. Um, also, like, the Chinese police, they don't really do anything. Because well, there's, there's no, like, murders or anything. Like, it's not like people are killing each other in China. People in Asia, they fight with, like, really long knives. So they use watermelon knives and machetes mainly. Most people um, in Asia... No, literally, I've seen taxi drivers with giant um, watermelon li- knives inside oh their... Um, like, a watermelon... Because watermelons in Asia are really long, so they look kind of different from watermelons yeah. in the um, Oh, and that's, like, the, another Asian stereotype is, like, you always hit a watermelon to see if it's good. It <laughs> yeah. actually works, it, it okay? Works, so. The people who don't believe in it, like, honestly, like... You don't know how to do it. You don't know how it works. Like, you don't know how it works, so you better suffer the rest of your life and be okay with having nasty watermelon. <laughs> We're not gonna... Ex- this is a trade secret. Like, this is an Asian yeah, secret. We're, we're telling you that patting it makes a difference. Well, you can you can tell, but we're not gonna tell you how you can but tell. But it's actually really magical, like, once my mom taught me this. Yeah. Anyway, with that, um, this was a really fun episode, and we're gonna conclude it now. So feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions about, like, what we talked about today. Or if you want us to do any different episodes or topics, just make sure to DM or email us because we actually really want to hear from you. Yeah, bye. Uh, cue the outro. I always keep that in the outro. Okay, this should be your bloopers, remember? You never did a blooper, Jasmine. Okay, okay, yeah, finally. Jasmine always forgets to do bloopers. I always have bloopers in for you guys, guys. Yeah, 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 okay. We promised you guys bloopers, so we're gonna deliver. I always leave something at the end. Well, something's gonna deliver. Yeah, I always leave something at the end. Okay, so... You never leave it at the end, Jasmine. If you made it to the end, you guys are really committed. Make sure to tune in for our episode, our collab episode. episode. And our collab episode's gonna be really fun and fresh and yeah that was our asian stereotypes okay thanks for making it this Bye. Uh, I always do. hey guys welcome back and today i am so excited to announce that pod page is sponsoring this episode stay to the end because i have a special discount code for you i started using pod page recently and it is amazing pod page is a platform that allows you to build a podcast website it's free customizable and super easy to set up seriously guys it took me less than five minutes to get a super professional website our podcast also has a pod page is linked in the description so you can go check it out to get some ideas on all the functions pod page provides so if you're a podcaster and looking for a way to grow and enhance your podcast look no further the first step is to check out pod page go to podpage.com bananas or enter code bananas at checkout to get $15 off any plan again that's podpage.com bananas or enter code bananas to start your podcast website within a matter of minutes. Everything will be linked in the description below, so go check it out and your support would mean so much to us. I went in to get this souvenir shop in Italy and the postcard dude, he's looked like he's never seen an Asian before. <laughs> he was like, oh my god. <laughs> Got his eyes bulged out of his head. He's like, "Wow, so, so where are you from?" And I was like, "Oh, I live in California. I was born there." He's like, "No, no, but are you Japanese?" <laughs> and I was like, "Um." Hey, kids, and welcome back to another episode of Suburban Bananas. So today's episode is going to be a more heavy topic, but we're going to try to incorporate some humor into it. So we're going to talk about our personal 
racist experiences. In this country, you know, it's America, and people are like, ooh, diversity, yes, but it's really not diverse at all. But yeah. So, Sophie, would you like to start off? So, I was in, I believe, 6th, 7th, maybe sometime in middle school. Um, I was like 12 years old, maybe younger, and I was at one of my first, like, official USTA tennis tournaments. So, I was against this other girl, and she was uh, mixed. She was half Asian, half white, half Asian. We were assigned a court, so we were just sitting between the courts, like, in the between the two alleys. And then we were sitting there and just minding our own business. And this, like, old white dude came up behind the fence and started yelling at us, like, oh, you stupid Asian, like, you're blocking my way, get the hell out. And they were calling us all these, like, racial slurs and just yelling at us. And I was literally, I was, like, 11 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. And at first, I was, like, so pissed because I didn't see this guy, right? Oh, my God, I'm just, like, gonna go out. I'm gonna, like, beat him up, you know? I'm gonna teach this kid a lesson, like, who is this dude? So I came out, and this dude, dead ass, was this, like, six foot tall, this, like, really old, wrinkly-looking white dude. He was yelling all these racial slurs at me. And I was, like, so scared because... I was literally like five foot tall, like 90 pounds, got little noodle arms. <laughs> I like barely, I, like I, this, I was like literally like two months ago, I was still in elementary school. And I was like, yeah, I'm a big girl. I'm in middle school now. Like I can, I can take this dude on. Yeah, let's see it. Yeah, let's see it. I was like, you afraid of my guns, bruh? I was like, look at these muscles. Muscles. Is that how you say it in French? I don't know. Muscles. Muscles. <laughs> yeah, look at these muscles. And then this guy. And I was like literally so scared. And I didn't say anything. I just like looked at him all angrily. And then I like ran away uh, to my mom. Because this dude was like yelling at us. And we didn't know what to do. Because in this country, like there's like nothing nothing wrong with calling Asian the chink. Literally like... I feel like, I mean, I guess it's not as bad as saying the N-word because there is more, like, historically um, bad stuff that goes with that word. But you still can't say racial slurs, and nobody even cared. Like, I, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, tennis is, like, a white person's sport. Like, most white people... Dominated. Yeah, white, white dominated sport, and most people that do play um, tennis are white people. And so, like, nobody was defending us. They were just, like letting the, uh, the letting this white dude yell racist slurs and we didn't even do anything wrong we were just sitting between the courts waiting yeah. for a court to open it was so scary i was like running away but i was like i just remember like being so mad like i'm, I'm gonna beat this i'm like a, i'm such a big kid look at these musclas muscles <laughs> like and then yeah i didn't end up beating him up but anyways jasmine on to you on to me and my story so my first I think I've been, had a lot of experiences where someone has stereotyped, not necessarily a racist experience, so I'm not sure how to differentiate, but, well, and I never thought of this experience as racist necessarily, I just, it just made me like, hmm, like kind of uncomfortable. I didn't remember it until about a month ago when I told my family, and so basically I was in fifth grade, and where we live, there's a lot of Asians, and my desk mm -hmm. partner was uh caucasian <laughs> so she did that thing with her eyes you know how people do that thing with yeah, their, they eyes, like stretch um, their eyes they stretch their eyes out to make it look smaller <laughs> and then she turned to me and she was like oh my gosh jasmine now do i look like i have asian eyes like look i stretched it out like does it look like i have asian eyes now and i was like um no not really and then she was like yeah, I know, like, all Asians have really small eyes and stuff. I've noticed that, and I was like, okay. She was like, and then she goes, sorry, was that racist? Was that offensive to you? <laughs> and then I was, and then you know what I said? I said, no. I said, no, that wasn't racist. Yeah, what were you supposed to say? Yeah, so you're, uh, that was so offensive. You yeah. Be bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say, so I just said no. I kind of regret saying that now, but, like, back then, I was just, like, a little bit, I was just kind of surprised that she did that and I guess it's not necessarily racist maybe it's like stereotyping more and I don't think she necessarily meant to do it but yeah well I think yes it is racist because think of it like if you did that to like let's say a black person that black no. face like that's kind of similar mm, maybe also I think just in this country in general since there aren't as many Asians per se or we haven't been in this country as long people don't really consider us like Americans like people always ask you like where you're fr where are you from and they expect you to say like oh I'm from China I'm from Japan oh my god that's happened to me right where are you from I'm like I'm from California but like 
Where where are you like really from? Yeah, they always do that. that it's like where are your parents so from? It's yeah, like, people always think for some reason I'm Japanese. Like no, they no. I think it's because white people can't tell between Asians. Yeah, they literally. I like it's so easy for like Asian people to, to tell. tell. Like I can tell who's Japanese, who's Korean. For who's, sure, like, there's Vietnamese. such a big difference. Yeah, or and who's, who's mixed? Like, yeah, who's mixed? Or you could totally tell who's Cantonese and who's um, Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like we could all tell like right away just from looking at you. I can tell you. like what part of China you're from yeah, south right. or north but based on how you look um but anyway i went in to get this souvenir shop in italy and the postcard dude he's looked like he's never seen an asian before <laughs> he was like oh my god oh my god his eyes bulged out of his head he's like wow so so where are you from and i was like oh i live in california i was born there he's like no no, no but are you japanese <laughs> and i was like um, I guess you could say I'm Chinese, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, there we go, <laughs> Japanese." And Japanese. Then I was like, "Okay." When I go to Utah, um, I've also been to Utah to ski. You've been, yeah, to Utah. no, we go to Utah together. There's like so many Caucasian people, white people. I don't know what exactly I'm supposed yeah. to say. And not that I feel like threatened or anything, or like not that I feel you like just feel judged. Yeah, like you, you feel, feel like people are looking at you, self conscious, and I know. Asian people might be like, oh, you shouldn't feel that way. Like, it's America. Come on. Like, don't feel that way. There's, You can't help it. No, no, no. I don't think it's because they're just acting normal. I think they literally, they, like, act different around Asian yeah. people. Like, they just, For they sure. talk to you different. And That's kinda, so true. And then they, like, a lot of times, like, they'll feel, I feel, I guess sometimes they'll feel a little threatened. Like, if you're wearing, like, expensive clothes or something, they'll, like, like, talk down to you. Like, <clears throat> that happens to some of my family members. So, I think it's because... The whole tensions with America and China, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame it on Trump, but I do think he, he has contributes to it. He has taken, yeah, a part in contributing to some of the kind of the mentality that Americans have of, oh, China is gonna take over the world, and all these Asian people are like <laughs> stealing our jobs, and they're gonna like conquer us and whatnot. So I don't have, I don't remember any more racist or. You know your mom. Oh, oh. There we go, yeah. So I think a month ago or so, my mom went to the Mitchell Park Library to charge a car. Oh, that's a library in our city, if you guys don't know. Yeah, and she was with my dad, and then she was walking, and there was, like, this white man who, like, started yelling racist slurs. And when she, when my parents told me that, I was very surprised because usually in the Bay Area, there's a lot of Asians, and I don't think that there's a lot of racism here compared to if you go to like the deep south (laughs) of the u.s and so that was kind of surprising i think if i just literally went to kentucky and i went to a little farm there and or to some little city and i i would literally be judged so hard and i think it's actually gotten worse for asians like i don't know like affirmative action is like take it. We talk a lot about this, but that is the one thing that is like impacting us so much. Yeah, but I think the point of this episode was just to share some experiences that we've had, and we're not saying that we're just not trying to victimize ourselves. We're just trying to tell you that even in an area like this, and mm-hmm. like there is so much racism, and there's just a lot of stereotyping from school or like classmates that I've experienced. Yeah, or there's a lot of stuff that still has racial quotas and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't understand racial quotas in general. And I don't think people should make decisions based on race, unless it's like something in like a medical scenario where that like affects your genetics or something. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and just moral story, just like don't say racial slurs. I mean, I I know you're not using the N word, yeah. but like calling Asians some racial slurs, that's also pretty offensive. Yeah, and we just want to like bring awareness that you know it. And does we're so t- young too. That's the thing. Yeah, it does still happen. Like, like we in our are short not even lifetime. Yeah, halfway through life, and we've already ex- well, maybe we are, but <laughs> don't don't say that. We <laughs> we we, ha- we are so young. We're not even adults yet, and we've experienced. Yeah, and that's not even in like the workforce or anything. Yeah, and we don't really know too. Like, and we that's are already like coming in a from an area that has is the, diverse. It's the, mo- it's the most diverse area you're probably gonna get in this country. California, right? Yeah, California, and especially the Bay Area and Palo Alto in specifically. I think it's more diverse than freaking New York by far. 
we've barely even gone through life we haven't really experienced the real world yet we are you know still sheltered going to high school and even then we still have racist encounters not only just towards us but also towards our family members and people we know yeah people we know our friends and we don't want to take away any like of the problematic racism that's facing other races or or like different minority communities we're just saying our opinion and like I what just we've think, experienced like, yeah because well we're not qualified enough to talk Speak about other yeah, for other people for other races but we know that at least as an asian american um i face more racism than sexism for sure Oh, definitely, right? And it is, yeah, pretty sad. Okay, well, I think that concludes our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us. Yeah, go follow our socials. um, Email us at suburbanbananas. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, email us or reach out to us. If you would like to share a personal experience that you have, maybe we'll collect them. We try to make this episode a little shorter, too. um, But we do have other experiences that we haven't really talked on either. But these were just like the... The ones that we remember the most clearly. Yeah, the most clearly. Because they were the most personal and they were like racist moments directed towards us in particular or like our close immediate family. And we just feel like Asian people don't have a voice. And at least if we, even if we do have a voice, most people just dismiss it. We're just trying to bring a little awareness. And also, like if we offended someone or if we made you mad, DM us, let us know. All right, bye guys. <laughs>
I think, so I'm just going to talk about why affirmative action is bad and Jasmine's going to talk about why it's good so we can just kind of balance it out a little bit. Is diversity really more important than equality? So first off, I'm going to talk about so in 1964, the Civil Rights Act was passed, uh, was passed, and this was to make all humans equal under the eyes of the law. So in Section 201A of the 1964 Civil Rights Act, it says all persons shall be entitled to the full and equal enjoyment of goods, services, facilities, and privileges, advantages, and accommodations of any place of public accommodation as defined in this section without discrimination or segregation on the grounds of race color religion or any national origin this is from the transcript of the civil rights act of 1964. it's actually the reason why public schools are not legally allowed to use race as a factor in uh, in admissions or college admissions because it is highly illegal it's gone up to the supreme court so if you guys don't know a princeton professor named thomas j espenshade actually wrote a book on the results of affirmative action well, okay, one of the findings he had was that on public, uh, on like tests and stuff like SATs and ACTs, there is an actually 140 point penalty for Asian Americans. For the lower class, it's an increase of 130 points. And for your working class, it's a 70 points increase. For your middle class, it's stays the same. You don't have points increased or deducted. And for the upper middle class, you will get an increase of 50 points. And for the upper elites, you will get subtracted 30 points. And this is just for your SAT. Okay, so the initial, I know that the initial intentions of this were positive. Most Americans, they really argue that Asians are more privileged than white people Okay, there's many reasons why this is not true, but overall, most people don't even know that there are huge, like, gaps within the Asian community. People from Laos in our country, only 15.5% uh, of them are actually have a bachelor's degree or higher. People from Cambodia, only 19.9% of Cambodians have a bachelor's degree or higher. Only 30.4% of Vietnamese people have a bachelor's degree or higher. It shows that not all Asians are Chinese or Indian people. I don't think it's also it's not just race too. It's also like like um, gender too. Like like on average, more males are interested in like especially like CS and stuff compared to females. And I don't think that you should necessarily like save a certain amount of spots compared to like for females cuz from my perspective like I think like if we are good enough we will get a spot on our own. Like we don't need these certain helps from these schools. Like we aren't worse than them. Like I don't want these schools to help me. I'm just as good as a man. Yeah, of course. Um, but with that, I'm also gonna start to talk about some of the reasons why there are people who do support affirmative action. And there are some pretty compelling reasons on why affirmative action was implemented in the first place. And it was mostly to try to solve back for some of the historical discrimination that minorities have undergone. And also promote diversity on campus which has been linked to some educational benefits. So for a lot of American history, these elite colleges were made up of predominantly wealthy Caucasian Americans and probably in the late 1900s-ish, these colleges started to adopt tools um, and policies around affirmative action. And so obviously racial quotas were outlawed in the Supreme Court because that's like kind of weird to be like, oh, we need this amount of, you know, white people. We need like these amount of Chinese people. That's, that's kind of weird. But you are allowed to use race as a holistic consideration in the applicant. And it's mostly because they realized that 
students of color are underrepresented in some college campuses, and they want to try to ameliorate this problem that has been facing some of these minority groups. And then secondly is diversity, which is a really, really big and important um, reason for affirmative action, which is the fact that their studies show that diversity benefits all students on the college campus. And when you get racial diversity, most likely you're going to be getting cultural diversity too. So Forbes in 2020 shows that in the workforce, diverse teams are um, poised to recognize new and different opportunities and it leads to overall better financial performance. And the whole idea behind this is that if you're getting a more diverse college campus, you're, these college students are probably going to go on to the workforce and help the workforce become more diverse in all different types of ways. And the IZA Journal of Migration links positive economic impacts, productivity, and innovation to cultural diversity. And so when you're getting this kind of diversity in the workforce, there are economic benefits to it. So similarly, if you're in a classroom and it's more diverse, and if you just think about a classroom and maybe it's discussion-based, like if you're having a seminar or something where everyone's sharing their thoughts, it's so much more interesting if you have a diverse classroom because then people will be able to put in different inputs and so if everyone were basically the same clone of each other, that would be extremely boring. And with that, I'm going to end the episode here. This episode was shorter because we are trying to keep it really objective. I encourage you to maybe if you want, you can research some more and if you would like, you could develop your own opinion about this issue. So let us know what topic you guys would like us to do next. And if you have any concerns or objections with this episode, contact us. Um, we res we're super responsive to emails. So if you'd like to email us, that would probably be the best way to contact us. And yeah, we hope you got something out of this episode that can help you uh, formulate your own opinion or if you have a middle ground opinion on this issue that's also fine or if you have no opinion that's also fine um yeah we hope to see you guys next week and stay tuned